and we're back to content. It's just more and more content for you to just supplant your brain with. And uh, soon, pretty much all life will be content. There will no longer be life and death. There will just be content and death. Thoughts? Tripping at the grocery store. How was it? <laughs> it was pretty dang good. That's what I was thinking about. How it were just... Uh, empty without this constant supply of sensory information you ever try and meditate it's fucking impossible i have tried to meditate a couple of times um generally when i meditate i think of this okay i picture a a glass filled with soil halfway up and then the other half is a nice little plant of grass very green growing and this this glass with a plant of grass in it is just floating in it with a black backdrop sort of floating through space that's what i think of when i meditate that's that's very placid i was expecting a joke at the end of that but no that's actually just a very useful image to help you that's that's very i man speaking of things suspended on a black background that actually terrifies me i don't think i could use that as my meditation image like you should try a candle you You should try a candle okay look light a candle and stare at it yeah. I feel like my meditation image would be like, um, you know how some people just zen out to metal? I feel like a clattering noise or just like maybe a fat man going, you're nothing constantly to me. That would be my meditation. That doesn't sound too pleasant. You want something that calms you down. Um, if I overload my cortisol, I'll shoot the moon and get back down to zen again. This is my... <laughs> this is my meditation coach, uh, Jeffrey. He's a big fat guy. He just yells at me. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. And that's how I meditate. This this is my meditation uh, journey. I'm writing my book, How to Not Give a Fuck. You're nothing. Because so you... all the all the self help books are have fuck in them now. Like curse word, like swear words. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's how you know the AJ. That's how you know they're not sell because now people are wise about self help. People are like, oh, Tony Robbins is clearly selling me something empty. So now there's anti self help books which do the same thing. It's like, hey, we know you're wise to Tony Robbins, but you know, don't give a fuck anyway, you know. And it's still the same thing, just affirmations, just an outside voice telling you that you're okay and goal setting is nice. Uh, but uh, I don't don't know have you ever embraced self-help no no I mean one time I did is Tony Robbins that guy with like the gosh he has what does he have he has not Marfan syndrome but some sort of pituitary disorder he has acromegaly yeah that's the one he's uh it's uh he just grown too much he got too many hormones and he grew it too damn much he got a big old head he got big face energy. He got BFE. And he says that, you know, I I've never listened to a Tony Robbins thing, but he has a deep commanding voice. The only the only time I ever meaningfully interacted with Tony Robbins was because he was in Shallow Hal. He is the huh. impetus in Shallow Hal for Jack Black to start seeing ugly women according to their inner beauty. Oh, God. Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking up the Wikipedia for Acromegaly. Mm-hmm. That's some cool stuff. Yeah, man. It's kind of like um, 
you kind of become almost like uh, one of those Marvel people, you know? Yeah, you you become like a superhero. You get Tony Robbins' powers. You get to motivate people. And it's just and like make the power to have a good attitude. The power to have a... I think the, the thing with self-help, more than good, it's about being productive. It's about it's sort of attaining peace of mind through capitalist attainment. And that sort of like part and parcel with the prosperity gospel in America and also, you know, the the hustler attitude, uh, not the mag, not hustler magazine, which is, of course, uh, you know, some of our some of our culture's greatest literature, but rather, you know, Ty Lopez types, you know, I read a book every day, bro. That's how you get rich, you know. Yeah, he reads like a different self-help book every day. Yes, ex- precisely. That all say the same things. You're a winner. You got a big dick. You got big nipples. You're gonna fly. Your ideas are good. Who are you talking about? Had the best BDE? Uh, I said BFE, big face energy, oh. which is a different thing. Some people have BDE, which is of course big dick energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who BFE are... is big face energy. Wendy Williams. Has a big face. She's got oh, big right. face energy. You said Cab Calloway had BDE. Cab Calloway did have BDE. Right. He had just a big old swinging BDE. And then know? I and then at that point I I started thinking about um, nom vets, because I had a nom vet on the phone. You had a, a nom vet on the phone the other day. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was he talking about? Did he have BDE or was it God, just sad? I don't know. It was weird. He's just was talk- he talking about He's killing like, Charlie? They didn't. Yeah, I'm talking ground combat. I'm like, well, okay. Well, do you want an insurance quote? <laughs> hey, if I was 19 and just murdered a bunch of people, and then took their ears, I would spend the next. 40, 50 years reminiscing about it, you know? Yeah, I would spend the next 40, 50 years really worried, hoping that at the end of my life they don't curse my country with a disease. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. COVID must be must be revenge for some other slight against the Asians. Uh, Vietnam made out okay in this whole COVID crisis. Except for all of the babies with birth defects. Well... Well, you know. It's ongoing. Uh, Agent Orange? Yeah. Is is that what you're referring to? Yes. The ongoing problems of Agent Orange? Mm-hmm. The ska band? <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny? The ongoing problems of Agent Orange in Vietnam? It's just Agent Orange is constantly touring Vietnam, and the locals are like, ah, oh, man, shit sucks. <laughs> really hate punk i really hate pop punk uh and but for some reason the only gigs they can get is are in vietnam and they keep persisting and annoying the locals what do you think what do you think's gonna happen to gigs now no more gigs <laughs> well because vietnam is the only country that is uh has eff- effectively flattened the curve that's where you go to gigs there have been a couple countries there's J- J- japan and korea all the countries with high, like, where, where the populace... Yeah, but Germany's doing pretty good. Yeah. You know what I chalk that up to? As cultural compliance. Oh, yeah. I think countries with high cultural compliance are doing much better at flattening the curve. 
because Japan is like, they'll be like, okay, guess we better do it. And it's because of the high cultural compliance of Japan that they were able to do Unit 731 and this, and also flatten the curve. <laughs> so, you know, a double-edged sword. Uh, but they just, same with Germany. If, like, you just sort of suggest something, everyone starts going with it. It's a, it's a very, <laughs> whereas in America, you know, you can never get anyone to commit to one thing. Oh, my God. The, it's, everything's falling apart. It feels like everything's falling apart over here. Really? Where you are? Well, not like my, you know, square radius. Mm. But in, um, you know other parts of my state and other places around the country we're just opening back up we're gonna open it back up and then yeah you guys aren't ready yet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you could say that again it's like i don't know i guess we want to have a really bad time maybe we do want to have maybe maybe this is like they're they're skidding into the curve that my conspiracy brain is this is a disaster capitalist thing and they want to keep the COVID state going because this is a way to basically just destroy a lot of industries at once. Who would who would potentially profit off of this, though, is what I'm wondering. Or maybe it's just three guys who are get, just going to short every industry. <laughs> There's definitely those people do shorting stuff right now, but I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. The stock market is just no longer part of reality. No. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the people just going out, I don't know. I saw a, like a story from yesterday in New York, upstate New York in Kingston. A barber was like giving out haircuts and tested positive yesterday. Whoa. And he had just been illegally giving out haircuts in Kingston, New York <laughs> for a while. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> I give out too many haircuts and all of my, all of my customers are getting infected. Oh, Giuseppe. Yeah. <laughs> You've been a bad barber. Oh, no. There's such hubris. That's amazing. That's... Can you imagine just infecting dozens of people? How do you live with yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he probably... You go through... Yeah. I've been, I've been having a hard time just living with myself anyway... Like doing something terrible, I can't, I don't know. Probably you would cope the same way as I'm coping. Start doubting your own sanity. Some people, uh, some people just don't give a shit. Some people just live in their own life. And, you know, I think maybe this barber is the type of guy that would say that uh, it was worth it for the freedom to give out haircuts for everyone to get infected. Hmm. And maybe a certain amount of his customer base would agree. Uh, well, you know, this, this barber just disregarding all the rules of society like some kind of barbarian. That's a... Ma- oh, no. Get it? Do you get it? He's a bar- barbarian. He's a barbarian. He's just marauding, <laughs> horse riding... He's a barber? Uh, He's a barbar. Yeah. They'll rape, but oh my god, what a quaff you'll get. They'll pillage, but they'll just leave you bangs. So great. All right, so video game talk time. What video video games have you been playing? Video game talk. Video, what games have you been playing? Video game talk. 
This video game tactic. I've just been playing a lot of Animal Crossing because I'm six years old. Uh, and I can He's a escape. little baby. I can escape into the uh, wonderful world where you just have ten or so close friends who are anthropomorphic animals, uh, and you slowly build a community around them. Uh, and there's a lot of paving and selling uh, turnips. And, Is there a hot uh, coffee mod yet? There, no, there's no fucking mod <laughs> yet. You can't see the animals fuck yet. But soon, soon. 3.0. I mean, may, uh, there could be something like Animal Crossing with fucking entered on the Switch. Because the Switch has some crazy content on it for a Nintendo... Uh, Nintendo, the Disney of video game companies, in that it's really the only video game company to be associated with a family-friendly brand. You know, yeah. there's no other company which has to abide by that stricture. Except for recently... Nintendo's been licensing these games like uh, Galgun. Do you know what Galgun is? Um, is it a girl with a gun? No, you shoot girls with a love gun in oh, order God. to... I don't know what the premise oh, is. It's either to satisfy them to make them less horny, or you make them so horny, or you get points. But at, at some point, you're placating the horniness of anime schoolgirls, uh, and you're seeing a lot of uh cell shaded underwear and it's uh to some it would be unwholesome to others it's all they really want in life and nintendo respects this so they've catered to them now i don't remember stuff like that being on the wii digital shop but yeah there's other like weird sexy anime girl games on there too that that sort of stretched the limit of Nintendo's family-friendly image. So I, I like that we've gotten to well, this point. Listen, anime porn can be family-friendly. Okay? <laughs> you are... <laughs> I can't wait for someone to make the first, uh, like, Studio Ghibli-style... R-rated uh, feature? Hentai, yeah. It's PG-13. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's like it's 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 all a of the, hentai, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you really care about the plucky female protagonist and it's the family friendly hentai. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's my neighbor Totoro. You age up the characters, of course, but she fucks to Totoro at the end with his big old Totoro had BDE, is what a and BFE. He had both big dick and big face energy. Yes, yes, big face energy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I suspect uh, Tony Robbins also has. Do you, to, do you think Tony Robbins? He's. Do you think Acromegaly gives you a big dick? No, because it, it's your. It's about your bones, not your bones. You know. Oh no! It's about your bones, not your bones. Wait, you don't have a bone in your dick? Nope, not this one. You don't have a. You don't have a hyena-like penis bone. Mm, nope. Oh man. So I'm the only one, I guess. Between you and me, yeah. <laughs> Between you and me, you're the only one. Ah, oh, man, I can't. Other hyena penis bone people, reach out on Twitter. At who is Jack Dump. Talk to me about your hyena penis bones. Hyena penis is fun to say. Hyena penis. Hyena penis. Well, hyenas, the males, they're, they're the smaller and less dominant to the species, and the women frequently dominate them with their large penis-like clitoris, hmm. which is pretty cool. And, and like, the women, the, the, the women hyena birth canal is very narrow. It is extremely painful 
giving birth. It's like essentially giving birth through a urethra. What? I, I know all this because I like animal genitals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, like, what is the weirdest animal genital you have ever encountered? You know, in, in like, my viewing of it? Yeah, of like you've just come across through cultural osmosis. Oh, like, okay. Boy, that's a are tough you question. aware of what uh, pig dicks look like? They're um, mo- no, I'm not. I can't say I've, I can picture it. Uh, they're corkscrew. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, but the but their tail is a corkscrew. It's both. They're spiral boys. They're uzumakis, <laughs> on, you know. <laughs> got spirals on both ends. Yeah, you know, you, you know the Junji Ito manga, uzumaki. No. <laughs> Uh, it's a great you're, manga. You're going too fast for me, man. I'm still trying to think <laughs> of uh, spiraling pig dicks. I feel like, like Joe what's Biden, an animal man. dick? I feel like I'm Joe Biden, and this is what an interview is like for him. He's like, wait, what? Hold I can on. name Bernie's there. I can name several <laughs> animal dicks, which I love. For example, the llama dick. Nah. Oh, my llama head dicks, hurts. I, I don't know what a llama dick l- uh, likes. I mean, the horse dick is a classic. Can't go wrong with the horse dick. If you don't want Everyone to knows vote what that. for me, Everyone don't knows what a horse dick me. looks like, oh. even though no one would want to admit that. What did you say about voting I'm for you? I'm just being Joe Biden. Biden. Just being like, <laughs> I can't understand what you're talking about. If you don't want to vote for me, I don't care. What am I doing here? Now, listen, Rehoboth, there were... Six dicks we saw, uh, n- all of them human, uh, priests. Now, what we're saying here, Jack, is that we got to look forward. We can't be talking about animal dicks no more. And I have to say, the duck penis is by far the most malevolent of animal penises. This is, this is you know, each of the candidates' positions on animal penises. And my ideal conditions, where Bernie has like a lot of opinions about them. I think we've been in quarantine for over sixty days. Is that uh, okay? D- d- is that uh, actually what about a hundred days? I'm just coming up on sixty, two months at least. March, March eighteenth or so is when I locked it down personally. I don't remember my quarantine date. You should uh, make a note of it so you can tell young folks how long you spent in quarantine. Uh, I've just been... uh, I need to check my bathroom wall because I've been doing uh, little ticks. With your cum? Numbering the days. Yeah, with my cum, yeah. Yeah. Because it stains yellow against my white bathroom wall. Like in happiness. Yes. Yeah, that's how I keep time, too. Oh I, ban- I banished all clocks. I only go by my, my my male biological clock, which is semen on a wall. Come time. Come time. Now it is come time. <laughs> we go by Greenwich come time. <laughs> <laughs> which was set by Isaac Newton himself. Because he was very difficult to get off, it took a team of three. <laughs> I don't know. I think Isaac Newton was, he was asexual, right? Um, I've read historical fiction that basically that would that would confirm that. Yes, that's pretty cool. You know, Neil Stevenson respect- wrote like extensive historical fiction about Isaac Newton. What did What did he say? What did fictional Isaac Newton do? Well, he was kind of like a 
like a really yeah basically like asexual but if not asexual then homosexual I think, uh, is, I think I, is the current is the thinking in terms I of think we like asexual characters in literature as these sort of like mystic ciphers of the unknown you know because it's like who could possibly not want sex yeah all of us horn dogs all of us yeah. horn dogs over here have a very clear motivation for everything we're horning it up all the time Just hence our cultural obsessions with uh tim gunn who we can who has said many times is asexual but everyone says you're gay tim gunn he says no i'm asexual i just am not horny i just like fashion and everyone's like nah we're, we're more quicker to believe it with women like paula poundstone where we just clock her as yeah you don't have sex you don't fuck paula <laughs> paula poundstone um how's she doing on how's paula poundstone doing on I, quarantine <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is she right now i have a deep there's a deep-seated image in my head because for a while paula poundstone was uh the face of pbs so like the earliest images of anything in my head is like watching sesame street uh and flooding into my memories like some sort of terrible proust thing where images of paula poundstone in the pbs commercial bumpers you know saying things like hey kids it's okay to be funny you know stuff like that huh. and i think she was only on the, that's before the Koch brothers took over <laughs> you're up paula she she did some crazy stuff i'm seeing here you're reading up on Paula? What did she, um, what did old PP do? Felony child endangerment, driving drunk with children in the car. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> oh. What? Oh, Wikipedia strikes again. How did she get children if she was, uh, I guess she adopted? She was also charged with three counts of lewd acts upon a girl younger than 14. She's a pedophile? She's a lady on yep. lady pedophile? That's what? what Wikipedia is saying. She pleaded no contest. That is an extremely rare. Do you know how extremely rare the lady on lady pedophile is? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know either. But <laughs> when's the last time? And a, a famous person, no doubt, who was uh, so frequently featured on children's media. <laughs> That's never happened before where a guy that turns out to be a pedo is very frequently featured on children's media. It's never happened in the history of children's media. Uh, so it seems like the prosecutors ended up dropping the charges for some something for her plea she deal. Was, it's because she used her asexual cipher powers. I mean... How could I? How could I endanger a child? I don't fuck. Look at me. Just further proving that stand-up comedians are gross people. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. All of them. I mean, <laughs> every. You know what? Everyone likes making people laugh. Everyone likes that feeling. And to to make that feeling be your employment, I think, just is like an example of why don't you just smoke cigarettes? Oh, they all do already. They all like are constantly chain smoking. Mm -hmm. They just need constant input to their pleasure centers. Content, bro. They need their they need Cigarettes their pleasure the centers content. just just always popping off. Just doing those little brain pings, little serotonin pings, bing 
bing, yeah. bing. Do some bath salts like John McAfee. Go bing, 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 <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Get real horny. I have think he lots f- of sex. He fled to Sweden during Corona time and has, from the beginning, was saying it's a hoax. Well, that guy, that guy's been on to a lot of shit. So you know, I don't doubt his prowess yeah. in diagnosing pandemics. You know, he he really he really staked a claim for himself in Belize and is a man of the land, a true free man of the land. Oh yeah, yes, I'm a McAfee stan. Do you follow? I him? believe every word he says. Do you follow? Because right now he's doing mixology on Twitter right now, like seven hours seven hours ago. He's doing some mixology. Like, like, he, fancy mixology? Oh, God. It's, he's making an oyster espresso martini. Oh, God. Mixology 101 horrible. plus a sermon to you young fucks that deserve a whipping. An oyster espresso martini. Oh, my God. That sounds like Cardi B's vagina. Yeah. Fucking... What what is that? Think of a more disgusting drink. Uh, butter syrup gin truffle uh, truffle butter ooh. syrup gin truffle. Yeah, that's Ugh. pretty bad. Truffle is the worst taste. Yeah, why do people? I I it, it's so weird. It's like you, people put truffle oil and stuff as a shorthand of being fancy. Even though, you know, when they do that on Chopped, all the pro chefs are like, mmm, truffle oil, a crutch. Yeah. And they always clock the inexperienced chefs about using truffle oil. But it just tastes fucking terrible. Yeah, it tastes like doo Why would any? <laughs> Have you ever had truffle fries? Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah, it's just like, uh, tastes like someone put poop on a fry. It's a mind virus. I think people just say the word truffle, and because it sounds whimsical, people are like, ooh, truffles, mmm, truffles. Mm, rich people like truffles, so if I have truffles, I will be rich. If I put the essence of truffle on these fries, <laughs> I too will be a truffle man. Truffle man. Yeah, it's the same thing with garlic aioli. You put oh, the garlic hey, and hey, the mayonnaise. Hey, what? <laughs> I'm, okay, it's okay. Is that that's? <laughs> Where that... are you going? Aioli, aioli, <laughs> hey, aioli. <laughs> That's an Italian guy and a Swedish friend, Oli, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, they're making the garlic mayonnaise and says, Hey, Oli, what do we call this garlic mayonnaise? I don't know. What should we call it? Just baby. Hey, Oli, I don't know. Ah, I got all this garlic aioli in between the creases and the leather in my Mercedes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I ate so much garlic aioli, that's all I come now. And it really stings the inside of my urethra. And now all my friends say they came over to me. They say, Giovanni, why does your Mercedes smell like a f- like a fucking sour garlic vampire's vagina? <laughs> that's a good thing. A vampire can't come into my car, you know. You know, that's a plus side about all this dried aioli. The maggots. The maggots are bad, though. Maggots? What does that stand for? Make America go outside today, suckers. Maggots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's great. Well, they have shit. I want to get that. They used to call themselves centipedes. (laughs) Yeah. 
Remember, I like that about the Trump campaign, how they were like, they just embraced it. It is the jokerfication of America where like, we're the bad guy, you know, we're just going to be evil, right? Because <laughs> it's fun. It's the lulls, but also not because it's like this vindictive, reactionary hatred of nebulous internet feminists at least the internet wing of trump that was really driving it the 20 something trump supporters okay but i'm trying to figure out what is really going on in real life right now right everyone who's not doing something essential is supposed to just be sitting in their house right or am i crazy like what look outside people are enjoying the weather what is going on are people out there, I mean, everyone can say all kind of political shit now, but the world as it exists today is not one of people going out and doing things. So we're all just saying a bunch of shit without anything, any way of backing up with any action. So it's uh, really crazy because people are talking Plato's about... Plato's caving ourselves? Yeah, I get it. That's where it's, it's, something weird is happening. I have a very <laughs> weird sixth sense going off and it could just be uh, that triangle bread I, I swallowed without chewing but I don't know a play-doh cave would be a, a synonym for a vagina <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, uh, I remember the embarrassment the horrible embarrassment of in like at summer camp someone asking me if you've ever had your head in a vagina and I'm being like, no. And then they're like, what? You were never born? And I was like, fuck. You didn't know what to do. Fuck, I guess uh, I was never born. Or it's, well, it's the, the, uh, the, the, have you seen the clown that hides from gay people? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They've got me. Fuck. They've got me in a bind. And that's why I'm gay now. <laughs> Clearly. It was a uh, it was a spell they put on me. Bullying is just like uh, it's a, it's a form of magic, you see. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess it's a form well, of magic. Well, because magic, as I understand it, or you know, uh, talk about magic with a K. it's about you know making sigils and sort of repeating actions and repeating mantras over and over and over again yeah and that's sort of what bullies do genesis porridge was into sigils oh yeah yeah well why were they well the way you do it is you're supposed to write all of your desires down and then you take out all of the letters that are the same and that forms like the basis of your sigil and then there's some more steps but it's a way of getting all your desires in the world that's what you do with a sigil or that's what genesis porridge was trying to do with the sigil let's see Hmm. let's see if i still have it see i have a i have a problem before i even get to that step is like i have to create a sigil to figure out what my desires are no, you you already know your desires and all of your desires like combined with all the letters that are the same taken out, that forms a sigil. <laughs> I like it if I just like went through this elaborate numerological sigil chaos magic process only to find out that my sigil is chillax bra. <laughs> 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 just 
take her easy get her get her done oh dude we should write some dude bro young adult novels where it's just two dudes with totally straight tendencies towards each other and uh get magic and just do magic stuff with each other and have fun and are totally straight too late it's harry potter no the straightest book in existence oh man uh harry potter at the time when harry potter was starting to be taught in colleges um i think that might have been when my dad lost it like just gave up because they started teaching harry potter in college and he was like what the fuck why what is going on I like how your dad didn't give up with Buffy, but he gave up with Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't think he knew that Buffy... Well, I, maybe the Buffy stuff came later. I don't know. No, Buffy studies were, like, almost instantly in colleges. Every every uh, professor that looks like, I don't know, the fever dream of Jordan Peterson uh, was pushing Buffy studies. Because uh, Buffy studies are great. She's this lady protagonist. There are queer themes. You didn't see queers in the 90s, but they were lesbian queers. And you can show women kissing on TV in the 90s, but you can't show men kissing. You still can't show, like, men engaging in a passionate kiss. Uh, really? Which is why I appreciated American Gods for at least having, like, a pretty good simulated anal sex scene. Okay, I have the process for the sigil. American Gods is terrible, but I've never seen. Oh yeah, that show's great. A full on. No, that show's great. That's a great show. One hundred percent good show. It's, it's did you great. watch? It's did... by Brian Singer. No, not his name. That's not his name. Brett Ratner. No, did you watch the whole thing? Name. I didn't watch the second. Oh, season. I watched the oh, first season. I have to watch. I love the first season. I have to watch the second season. I'm I'm hoping that the second season is as good as the first season, and that nothing happens. <laughs> Brian Fuller. He, but we learn that he's actually Odin at the end. His okay. name that so he's been saying. Just, okay, great. That means absolutely nothing will continue to happen. It's just a show where nothing happens. Um, yeah. Okay, so I have. But the... name another prestige TV show where, other than that's not specifically like a gay show, like Queer as Folk, where there's a, not even on the gay shows like Queer as Folk are there, as elaborate. Uh, simulated anal sex scenes as there was on American Gods where he's is he getting ass fucked by the gin or is he ass fucking the gin either way it's good it's a good show okay maybe let me read the, the <laughs> process for the sigil okay so you the process entailed writing down one's desires before crossing out any letters that are repeated and then combining the remaining letters into an abstract design or sigil the magician must then focus on that sigil and mentally absorb it, and psychic energies operating on the subconscious ensure that the original desire is manifested in reality. So that's how you do okay. a sigil. That's how you get well, what you what want. What happens if all of my desires' letters uh, cancel each other out? Like, aren't you just going to be as a matter of circumstance left with the more obscure letters like if you have a desire with a z in it you're like i bet a lot of sigils contain z's and x's is all i'm saying well if you think about it enough it kind of makes sense um i've been thinking about it for i guess i just would say i can't stop thinking about it 
couldn't you essentially achieve the same thing by drawing Scrabble letters out of a bag and like but just like focusing your will on the Scrabble bag? Yeah, I mean it's not about that. It's I mean that would be one way of doing it. It's about the internal internalization of it in your own mind. So if you want to use do it with Scrabble letters, like that would be good. Cool. So if I, I were to like take take a dump and said that looks like a C that's this sigil. Take a dump. Looks like a C. Yeah, and I I interpret the shape of the dump. I do dump readings. You ever uh, take a dump in the woods? <laughs> no, not not in a while. Not that I can remember. I did one time because I really had to go. Yeah. And it was crazy. I didn't have anything really <laughs> on me to wipe, so that sucked. Did you use leaves? Did you yeah, use a pine I used, cone? I used leaves. Yeah, doesn't feel good. No, it was bad. Cause then They're I waxy. Had, they don't I, catch a lot of poop. The problem is I was far away from anything. Yeah. That was why I had, and like that's why I was forced into that situation. Was it was it summer? Yeah, it was. Summer. Okay, at least you didn't have to use dry dead leaves. I mean, if it had been winter, I think using snow would have been even easier. It would have been the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I guess, yes. I have noticed that packing snow is good for poop. Yeah. In the winter, it is a lot easier to pick up dog shit because I can just sort of form, take the snow out from under it and form a snowball with a little uh, uh, melty shit center mm-hmm. in the middle where if you lick the snowball enough, you get to the center of the, of the pudding pop. And, yeah, you uh, could uh, make some pretty good snowballs to throw at the cops with uh, your dog shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a recurring fantasy where I just had Doken a bag of dog shit at somebody. Well, gotta be at the cops, man. Only at the cops. They're they're really <laughs> trolling my local parks. Are they? But that's because all the needly people are there. Are the needle people um got no place to go in time of COVID? No, it's just the weather was nice, so people be gathering. Are the parks closed? They're opening up, actually. We're opening up, but we're in a much better position to open up than you guys. Uh, because Ontario, mm. one thing Ontario is, is culturally compliant. And that is why Quebec is having such a hard time, because Quebecs are just Americans. They're like, no, fuck you, we will do what we want. We will go out, we will get haircuts, and then we will get sick and die for our haircuts. I don't know what it is. I feel like that all of this, it just may be down to, like, whether or not there's a super spreader in your city. Or, like, more super spreaders. I don't really, like... Mm. Man spreading. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I'm a super spreader. (laughs) That's pretty good. Go on the subways, be a super spreader. Mm-hmm. You going on any uh, public transpo? Yeah. Yeah? Don't go on public no. transpo. No, I don't go on public transpo. God, you have a, do you have a bike? Uh, I don't have a bike. I I use uh, my legs, which well, are the only public transportation I need. What if you need to get to a place fast? Uh, use my fast legs. Hmm. I, I install my fast legs. Well, I don't know. I haven't gone out for two weeks. Probably not going anywhere for another couple of weeks. Don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. Where's to go? I mean, yeah. What what is there to do? 
Everything's been done. Uh, it's all been done. <laughs> this is a bare naked ladies song. It's a great band's great heroes. I ordered a very cheap webcam. Maybe we can do some video podcasts and upload it yeah, to we'll... YouTube and make sure everybody can see how good looking we are. Let's do Let's Plays, but because we're starting in a yeah. quarantine, we'll call them Let's Plague. We should do. We we could stream Let, some. Let's uh, we could stream some video games if we had a game we could both play at the same time on the computer. Mmm. Uh. I do that too much. That is a really annoying sound. I'll, I think I'll do it a lot more. <laughs> uh, what's what's a good game? Uh, oh, oh, we're back to VG talk. Video game talk. Video game talk. What's a good streaming two-player game? There's Smush Bros. People like Smush Bros. I don't like Smush Bros. How would we capture Switch? I don't know. There must be some sort of internet tutorial hosted by an 11-year-old that'll teach us who's been streaming Fortnite for eight years. Yeah. Oh, man. Frickin' Fortnite is terrible. Oh, boy. Have we discussed this before? I don't... Um, How is it? Fortnite is it? absolutely terrible. We... Yeah, I played... I, I tried to get it... I tried to force myself to be a zeitgeist person and be like okay i like this game it's sort of got it's graphically similar to team fortress 2 um but it's just uh it's just fucking there's something annoying about it there's something deeply deeply annoying about it and i can't put my finger on it maybe it's the fact that it in going for like this this fun loving sense of character it's actually got this sh- shocking absence of character it's got this hollowness to it in a way that like something like PUBG wears on its sleeve because it's uh, you're very generic but something about Fortnite trying to affect a personality makes it more evident that it is just um, a collection of financial ideas yeah I'm going to and that uh... is my critique of Fortnite yeah it's a collection of financial ideas is very yes. much what it is. Yeah. I'm going to continue to get into grand strategy games, I think. Just to... Like Civ? Yeah, but more. More. Like, there's even more than that. Just to get, like, start getting, like, a, I think there's something called Stellaris. I'm just going to... Kaiser Reich. Going to control all of the realms. <laughs> <laughs> you could be one of those Evo people. Apparently, Evo is a gigantic, deep endless universe that yeah. will placate you eve online i mean eve online is less grand strategy because you can't control everything because like oh you you have to join a crew like a league you have to like <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> for some reason when you said whatever people say crew my first image is always doo-wop gangsters yeah. so i'm just imagining a bunch of doo-wop gangsters and eve online going <laughs> just coming up to a person's digital ship with a switchblade somehow <laughs> hey don't mess with us don't mess with Vinny and the Jets or we'll cut you <laughs> yeah, which, online where the Jets um, we should bring back doo-wop gangs is what I'm saying no one can go outside so 
I guess online do up game. Can we go outside? Did they make it illegal to go outside? The, no, they didn't make it illegal here to go outside. Uh, did they make it illegal anywhere to straight up go outside? In Spain, there... they did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They made it illegal to go outside in Spain. They lifted it. How, how lifted are they doing? It. I mean, they were not doing great. Spain, I think, like you can basically think that Spain, Italy, and UK have all had about thirty to thirty-three thousand deaths apiece. Mm. So not great. Yeah. But we're number one. I don't think people are under are, USA. I don't think people USA. are like figure are like realizing how many people have died. A hundred thousand? Well, thus far, not quite yet. We're gonna hit it. But it's getting there. That. Yeah. yeah. One hundred thousand people, but we were willing to sacrifice. Like people said, one to two percent, and like a large portion of people were like, "Yeah, that sounds reasonable." No, not, not understanding okay. that's three million people, three three to six million people. Maybe they did understand it was three to six million people. They just don't care about Holocaust numbers. I mean, open by opening back up, we're guaranteeing like another sixty thousand people are gonna die. Yeah, but that bump in the economy is gonna be pretty sweet for the first couple weeks. <sighs> but that's like that is the. Uh, ethos of especially modern Republican economic theory is like is the is the coke bump theory of economics where if you do a little coke bump it'll just keep going on forever <laughs> then that's what the yep. 80s was it was a coke bump of economics you just reduce all the all the taxes to nothing you reduce all the interest rates to nothing and you're left of course you're left with a boost to the economy because it's a lot easier to do business but at the expense of uh redistributing wealth back to people thus stifling your economy down the line and now we have uh the the pets.com which that's where it all started that's where it all started is pets.com that's where it all started going downhill I want to go back to that uh, underground food this court. This is my monetary policy show. <laughs> <laughs> Which underground food court in Toronto? The one in the mall. There's several. Well, the, we only the went Eaton to one. Center? Yeah, the one we went to with I, Oh, Oh, uh, you're... But we went to an abandoned one. Not an abandoned. It was just closed for the weekend. No, I'm thinking of uh, that time I was... Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different time. So but the, yes, well, there are anyway. several underground food courts. That's so great. I wish I had a whole underground city at my disposal. The, in, in Ann Arbor? Yeah. You can make one. Start digging. <laughs> um, I don't want to dig. That would actually be a much better application of Elon Musk's stupid drill technology. His individualized no, mass be transit? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I want that guy that's, that's green death. door submarine shit. That's great. What the it's fuck? It's oxymoronic technology. <laughs> Individualized bastards. Yeah. Oh he said my, that. Oh he, my stars. He actually said that. That's crazy. That's that's jumbo shrimp, but actually. <laughs> yeah, the real. Hopefully, the Paul Atreides, his son, will kill him. <laughs> Uh, 
Well, the problem with Elon Musk is he's already attracted the worm. By which I mean Grimes is crazy, crazy pussy. Um, they had a baby. That's crazy. That I was not expecting that relationship to last, and now everyone hates their baby. Yeah. Yeah, everyone hates the baby. They hate it more than Apple Paltrow or Apple Martin. <laughs> remember that baby named Apple that everyone hated? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember the baby. Uh-uh. I like babies that people collectively hate. Uh... <laughs> Who do you think was the most hated baby? Uh-huh. Like at the time, not like retroactively. Like Probably, baby Hitler. Maybe like Michael Jackson's baby. Uh, blanket. Yeah. Why? Because it got him in trouble. Yeah, and because of the name blanket. Yeah, I hate that baby. I think a Blanket's lot of people. A yeah, name. a lot of people were angry at that kid for no for for absolutely no reason. His name's fucking Blanket. It's fucking gay. Yeah, that's that was <laughs> like, fucking gay that name. Was like, Blanket. Fuck you, kid. That was a Dumb. very common phrase in the two thousands. It was. It was. Two uh, thousands culture was very different because it was the main culture war. It's weird that the culture war now is against this sort of nebulous fascism, which is only tangentially associated or allied with Christianity, because in the bush era christianity was the main force of cultural opposition Mm. like for some reason i'm watching drawn together uh no i know why because i find it funny i find it very funny but it's a bush era product and it's all like it's all about uh, a a large portion of the comedy is about ripping on christians where you don't see that anymore because they're not like really a culturally dominant force in the way they were and I think we're missing something because of it. Because sort of like the Obama era sort of quashed that religious crazy other. We had to otherize a different subset of people or a new opposition had to form. It formed around sort of um, a political religion of, of uh, unwitting neo-fascism. So we need to install uh, a pope is what I'm saying. Hmm. A political pope. A political pope. Yeah, it's uh, clearly it's not going to be Obama because his most recent commencement speech that he just gave virtually, where he's like, "It turns out all of the leaders are baby-brained." <laughs> That's what it is, folks. Turns out I'm the only one who knew what I was doing. I'm your only hope. You're fucked now. <laughs> you discarded me. I hope you die. Oh, yeah, well, I bet he wants Obama to be the Pope. Out. Uh, okay, so w- the political Pope, he would be a super figurehead. He would just, uh, he would just say platitudes, and that's all he would do. And people know, people would know he would do that, uh, but they would still like him anyway and still thinks he affects policy meaningfully. And that is that is the political pope. That is the function of the political pope. Just to say, like, remember when Pete Buttigieg was saying all those things like, what we need to understand is that the shape of our democracy is what we need to take, or something like that. I like triangle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want the triangle democracy. I want the cube democracy. I want to avoid democracy. 
Mmm, dodecahedron for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know, if I were a, a fucking politician, if I had to just be constantly accountable for shit, I would instantly just sidestep, just learn the whole sidestep game. Because you have to. There's no way around it. And then it just becomes your life. It becomes normalized. And then you're just lying all the time. And you don't know who you are. And your son won't play catch with you anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I miss, I miss Christians as a cultural enemy. Because it's very easy to fight Christianity. Because it's... It, it's a big institution. We know what it is. They sort of adhere more or less to the same vague objective. Even as, like, disparate disparate cultural forces like Baptists and Catholics, you know, they all are reliably abortion and shit. But the, yeah. this whole neo-fascism thing is, like, it's so multifaceted and, and sort of stochastic that it's just really hard to understand because it has the capacity to evolve as an evil in a way that the old Bush neocon didn't really. It's like its power was in its rigidity, whereas the power of this new fascist movement is in its flexibility, which is what's, I think, truly terrifying about it. Yeah, it's pretty amorphous, and it's like pops up in new ways. Like, o like OAN is, I'm, is, is a new thing relatively for me like I only really learned about OAN once the pandemic had started and what is OAN one American news Trump's been tweeting it a bunch and they are a like a fascist news organization with crazy people saying it's all a hoax and it's uh, I mean yeah way worse than Fox News not like so check it out if you want to see the true craziness. But one American news—that's oneamericanews.com, folks. Uh, well, I don't know, but it goes by OAN, which is actually sponsoring today's episode. So uh, you know, that's how <laughs> we had to shout them out. Um, well, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, no, they are. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. They're not. Uh, that's one to, American news. You're not supposed to make these kind of business decisions without your business partner <laughs> being in the room, okay? Just next time. God damn it. Oh, this is the, Sponsored this is by the, the Nambla incident all over again. <laughs> See, I made a Nambla reference. That's very dated. Nambla is an extremely dated... That was a Jon Stewart joke. He'd always use Nambla as a crutch. Yeah. Now he's just crying about 9-11. Those guys... Worked so hard. They're the best heroes. Yeah, I get it. I can't because it's an easy issue, and that's emblematic of like Daily Show politics. It's like um, it's choosing something that is, in no way no one could politically object to. It's totally bipartisan, which is extra health care for nine eleven first responders. Of course, that's your issue. And only insane people would object to that. Uh, so, uh, and that w that's what was great about The Daily Show is because it, it's, even though it was a lib cuck show, it was nonpartisan in the fact that it never really took a discernible political stance because their only move 
was pointing out hypocrisy. In order to sort of advance a political ideology, you actually have to take the risk of putting an idea forward. Whereas The Daily Show, they just show a clip of a Republican senator and then showing him saying the opposite thing, and then that's the comedy. And it does nothing. It doesn't put forth anything. And that culminated in the like the rally to restore sanity or whatever, which mm. is the most nothing political ideology of all time. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, 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 I kind of stopped buying in at all. I think because, you know, I mean buying in literally. Like, I bought the Colbert book. I thought it was pretty funny. The co- they were all fun. America, the book was funny. Yeah. I laughed at it. But it's also a product of the Bush era, too, which is like a product of having the Christians as sort of like the otherized political What happened to the Christians? Where'd they, why'd they stop pushing for um, banning Harry Potter? I guess They're it- still around, but I think, it was, I think it was the gays. I think really the explosion of gay media. <laughs> they got demoralized. Really, yeah. <laughs> Because well, that, that was the big cultural battleground of Christianity was gay marriage. That was like the true signifier uh, that Christ, the idea of Christ would be upheld in the public sphere. Uh, and that, that once that fell down, once all that systematically fell down, I think it became very clear that uh, Christianity as a cultural force no longer swayed people on a national scale. So you had to turn to a different type of reactionary force, which was which claims to be economically based, which is what this neo-fascism is, but it's just a cloak to uh, uh, do all the things that the bad guys want. All the things the bad guys want. Uh, Those bad guys. They're just bad, bad guys, uh, you know? Life is a struggle. Life is a conf. What? Oh. Really... <laughs> uh, we don't want to get. Hey, are we in the pipeline now? Are are the like the PewDiePie to fascist pipeline? The, where the, where yeah. there's a house of decline to fascist pipeline? The podcast to pipeline pipeline. <laughs> We're in the pipeline to the main pipeline, the podcast pipeline, and then we we're can... building a literal pipeline to fascist meetings. I make a pipeline from the fridge to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make a pipeline from my ass to your dick. (laughs) That would be... That that would be... (laughs) My dick exploded. (laughs) I just... For some reason, the image of just uh, having two tin cans on a string and just fucking the tin cans would be like, yeah, (laughs) this is telesexual experience. Phone six. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they had phone sex in the Depression, which we're we're coming up to another one. So get used to fashioning your your tin can uh, flashlights. Oh yeah, man! I'm buying ketchup like it's going out of style for soup. You know, ketchup. <laughs> get some saltines. Do people do that? They make ketchup soup. Well, they did it in the Depression. Oh, man. Because they could go into a a restaurant and order a cup of hot water for free and then pour some ketchup into it. Brutal. Yeah, that's what we're headed for. Ketchup soup. And, yeah. Where your dinner, your your meat dinner, you get to have meat dinner one one night a week, and it's tuna on toast. 
it could be worse. The rest of the nights you have cabbage. How is it prepared? Is it like a coleslaw or is it just like raw cabbage? Am I just eating a head of cabbage? Generally, like hand fruit? you'll be putting it into a soup or stir okay. frying it. Or... Okay. Yeah, Do cabbage I get spices? And... Yeah, um, I don't know if you get spices. Do I get sugar? Do I get salt? You may have a hard time with sugar. Although, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? Fuck Five me. years from now? I know that Canada can basically grow cranberries and that's it <laughs> crantastic oh yeah right ocean spray right now <laughs> it's a crandemic <laughs> buy ocean spray why not <laughs> ocean spray and one american news sponsor this podcast hell yeah we're embracing it yeah um, dude they ocean spray and the vaccine should team up for marketing what is the ocean spray to vaccine pipeline how are you what are what are their commonalities well it's good for your kidneys okay because of the cranberry antioxidants antioxidants it's healthy they're a company okay. that delivers juice and we need uh 500 million vaccines so you're right we need to take advantage of ocean sprays distribution network so how quick you gonna slam that vaccine man i'm gonna slam it like first day man soon as they offer it i'm gonna slam it so you're (laughs) suggesting a 90s surge cola not surge cola jolt cola campaign slam it yeah it's the vaccine vaccine it'll fill your dick it should call it should have like a really good sexy ad campaign like Calvin yeah. Klein style. It'll have uh, Emily Rajatowski mm-hmm. just licking a needle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Bill, like from the from the excellent mind of Bill Gates, brought to you by mm-hmm. Ocean Spray. It is the fall 2020 COVID nineteen vaccine. Bill Gates in a halter top and assless chaps. And he'll just be putting a big old suppository, a big old COVID suppository in himself. That's what you want. Yeah, well, Bill Gates, the man who's trying to privatize all public infrastructure as fast as he can in the whole world. What a hero. Bill Gates. What a fucking hero. More like Bill Gaze. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Sorry. Burn. Burn. Yeah. Bill Gates, the man who's doing the Tuskegee experiments on a continent wide level. Hmm. I was uh, seeing that we did some fucked up birth control studies on Puerto Rican women in the 50s. Did you, you ever see that? No. What did we do? Well, when we were testing out birth control pills, um, we didn't have it quite right, and we needed people to test them on, so we went to Puerto Rico, and then they had really bad side effects for a bunch of Puerto Rican women, and that was in the 50s. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's the stuff we're covertly doing in Africa through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, except they don't report on it because they also control the media. Yeah, I mean... The thing is, the people that are, they're acting like this is not making Bill Gates any money, and it is, so. 
what he's philanthro capitalism. Yeah, he's you doing... can't spell philanthro capitalism. He, he is without making money. Capitalism still. It's such a fucking boneheaded enterprise too, where it, it and it just sort of like defeats the philosophical purpose of charitable giving, where the source of your charity money does not come from you. It's not that you're giving away your own money. It's this you're using your own money to create a fund where you take the interest and that's what you use as as the principal uh, financial windfall of your fucking charity. But the thing is. So where do you get that money? How do you when when you invest that big amount of initial money, it's stock portfolio. So what does Bill Gates do? He invests in Rio Tinto and then he <laughs> spends money that he made investing in Rio Tinto to offset the damage done by Rio Tinto. It's fucking it's this endless you if you feed into the system, you're just you know chucking nothing at a wall. You talking about Tinto There's, Brass? Yes, Tinto Brass. Uh great movies everyone check out tinto <laughs> brass movies you want to be entertained <laughs> yeah but bill gates fraud fraud of the highest level i am smarter than bill gates hey man he knows basic do you know how to program in basic nah i know how to program it acid well put us together we're neutral so where'd you get your your fun drugs What's the, Where did yeah. I get my fun drugs? Yeah, I got them from the fun store. Wow. Jerry Fun Store. My friend Jerry Fun Store. Shit, man. I've been thinking about uh, maybe doing them. I have too many, like, ailments, you know, physical ailments that I keep me occupied and feeling like the, the worst parts of tripping are always happening to me. So, <laughs> uh, There are no bad parts of tripping. It's all smooth sailing. <laughs> Ego death is good for you. Bad vibes have been declared illegal. <laughs> well, that is actually Karma Police. That is the premise of the Radio Shack song, Karma Police. Uh, gotta arrest this man. He buzzes like a fridge. That's Those are the lyrics I remember. <laughs> oh, man. Tom York right now, feeling irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make such good COVID music. Yeah. Everyone's going to make such good COVID music. All these COVID albums. Such creative period. Everyone's just going to be stuck inside. It's just going to be so creative. It's just going to be bursting. They're just going to be frustrated. And all that frustration is going to mount and mount and mount and mount and mount and mount. And boom, like a thousand of those Fiona Apple albums. You know that Apple album? The Fiona, the Fiona Apple, Apple album that just came out yeah. this year? Uh, that everyone's raving about despite the fact that it's it's fine <laughs> but, I, I uh, have to say I didn't listen to it it's fine I'm sorry uh, but people are like eh, she's brilliant she's the lady she's the guy because huh. we're yeah. always searching for the new Beatles or the new whatever I don't I try to listen to music and I turn it off the only album I could get through is that ministry album twitch that's a great album. Yeah. It's about it's about the streaming website, right? No. <laughs> okay. It's it's the it's to my in to my mind, I mean it's a unique ministry album because it's before he went super like Al Jorgensen? Yeah, it's before he went super goth industrial and it's cuz he used to be synth pop. 
So it's right up my alley. It's it's like the, a cross between synth pop and uh, industrial music. So, so it's less Twitch. dirgy, more urgy. And it's just yeah, it's really, um, kind of chill in a way. Mm. I recommend it. Chill synth pop. Well, yeah, but that, but industrial and like kind of weird. Industrial. It's very synth David pop. Lynch. Chill industrial. Yeah. A lot of ambient noises, a lot of machine noises. Um, a lot of just cool beats. Um, it's very okay. bass drum heavy. Okay. They the bass drum is like it's like someone's playing lead bass drum on the mm-hmm. on the eight oh eight or something. I want to make an album where the only percussion is just a splash cymbal. It's it's all you use to keep time, and it and it plays the role of every drum. <laughs> you can I mean if you have are you gonna have a bass in that because then the bass will do the rhythm okay uh, no the bass will also be replaced with a splash symbol but just pitched to different pitches low pitched splash you see yeah well for my uh, live for my live get up I just I just mic up the splash and pitch it down an octave and that's the bass and then uh, people don't realize you can get a lot of range out of the out of the splash <laughs> seriously though musicians out there have been fucked and i don't know what they're doing someone should set up a gofundme for musicians they only need a little bit of money right i think spotify gives them eight cents a month uh so let's start a gofundme for musicians with a goal of eight cents a month i just need money for <laughs> new strings please sir I just want to continue my ukulele monkey shines. Dude, we should do that. Let's do that as a as a publicity stunt. Start a GoFundMe for all musicians? Yeah, and have it be like $1 as the goal. Because <laughs> that's how much Spotify pays them. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they it's need. the combined amount of Spotify earnings. Uh, and most of that goes to Taylor Swift. Such good albums. I, she's gonna have such good teen albums, quarantine albums. <laughs> she's gonna talk about teen love. My teen problems. Oh no, <laughs> teen pregnancy is gonna be a huge problem. Yeah. This everybody's is a, fucking. I guess. I guess, and if they do find out that there was COVID in December, there's gonna be a couple of people who were in their teens in the last year of the teens during the teen. I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't mm. work. We'll cut that part out. That's it. <laughs> no more teens. Get rid of the teens. Cut it out. Post. You know how there's like um <laughs> That's 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 my premise for the new YA novel is that there's a virus that's killing all the teens. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Who will protect our nation's teens? What if yeah, what if the virus only killed people between the ages of fifteen and nineteen? Yeah. It only kills YA uh age people. Yeah. Uh and then the rest of society just makes them compete for vaccines. I mean oh <laughs> right, yeah. It was just <laughs> Well, because there was that brief genre uh post recession of teens pitted against each other in mortal danger the the prime example being hunger games uh but there was also like the maze runner so post-apocalyptic teen killing movies uh, were very popular thirst games thirst games yes uh 
shelter games, hierarchy games, existential love games, Lum- lumber games, lumber games, <laughs> <laughs> the lumber games. Oh no! If we don't chop the most wood, they're going to chop us. The lumber games. How would how would Batman beat COVID nineteen? Uh, he would. Uh, I mean, it, wrong. It, the Lazarus wrong. pit. Nanotechnology. Exist. Okay. Nanotechnology. You're right. You're right. Nanites. And nanotech. Where the fuck is nanotechnology? Why isn't that saving us? Why can't we engineer nanobots that kill the virus? Elon. Uh, man, I'm just gonna get real small, and <laughs> just kill the virus myself. Facebook over here making AI so they can get the best porn ever. Great. Thanks, technologists. Make nanobots. Did I ever tell you about my my sitcom premise about the robot farmer called AIAIO? I'm a nice guy. Oh, man. We're, we're The robot farmers, though. That should be a thing. Why isn't that a thing? You mean well? We need robot pickers, really. Yeah. Or, or or we can continue our guest worker program, that I find hard to even speak about without being someone getting pissed. I don't know. We have this. Our guest worker program is not ideal, but mm. should we replace them with robots? <sighs> the word robot comes from the Czech. For slave. I feel like we can so only replace they're already yeah, robots. Like we can only take those guest workers and replace them with robots if we guarantee them citizenship and a living wage. Like even if they're not employed, while for like I, I don't know at least ten years worth of guaranteed money and support as they get established. We should make them indentured servants where they get everything, but they have no ability to move up or take any other career. So we just lock them down as pickers. But they get health care, they get a house, well, they that, get it's like, even, college paid I mean, for. That's what it's like now, but worse. Mm. Yeah, I know. <sighs> but So you want to make it only marginally It'll be better. official. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm essentially pitching uh, a, a version of Soviet communism. Stalinist, specifically. Stalinism, not so bad. Not a tanky. Stalin, bad guy. Did not like... Uh, what he was doing with the purges. I was, but you know, as a bulimic, I related. There was some uh, discourse on Twitter of, you know, being pissed at Nathan Robinson for I, I don't know why they're pissed at him now, but all of these tanky lefties are been the uh, st- starting up their purity tests in terms of, you know, how t- how tanky you can be. Talking about internecine fights between factions on the left. <sighs> we just do not get along. We just we just really care about the rules, you know? It's like, how do you think the Holomador happened? <laughs> Holodomor? Holomador? Holomador. Holodomor? Holomador. Okay. That was that was the original name. Uh, that that's what was Hodor. That's what he was gonna say. In Game of Thrones, but they changed it to hold the door, uh, because why would the Ukrainian starvation be? Why would the why would the hologram a door? Uh, 
I mean, it, it's it's the stuff of nightmares to imagine some of these uh, really tanky lefties getting any kind of control over a planned economy because they would royally fuck it up because I know they're fucking dumbasses. They'd spend all the tax money on American spirits. <laughs> Why did you buy 11 trillion boxes of American spirits? Because we're always running out, man. Don't judge me. <laughs> did they buy spirits? What cigarettes did tankies smoke? LDs? I don't know. There's not going to be any way of knowing anything ever again. We're in an epistemological crisis. You're pissing me off. What's your naysaying? There's no way. There's no way. There's no trusted voice. There's no voice of authority. You can't. You don't need a voice of authority. You're your own voice of authority. Yeah, but in terms of in terms of there's some things you just you have to rely on everyone else to tell you what's going on right now. There's no way Uh of checking. Uh, Use a magnifying glass. You can't you can't see the virus with a magnifying glass. Maybe not the ones you're using, cheapskate. <laughs> Where are you getting your glass? Where are you getting your magnifying glasses? I'll get you a good deal. My uncle Moishi, he knows a guy. He knows a guy in Midtown. Get you a magnifying glass, great deal. All the detectives use them. You'll see things so small. You could even see your penis. You could even see your penis. I need a penis. <laughs> Bones.